Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, indeed. It's the get right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. Reginald Datatula alongside the fan phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Shout out to Chris Strong on the ones and twos, and shout out to you for rocking with us on this Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I guess Wednesday is also before Cowboys game day, as they'll mm-hmm. be taking on the Washington Commanders tomorrow, 3.30, uh, as you always expect on Thanksgiving, because it's a tradition. It's a tradition. Maybe a tradition like unlike any other. Sorry I mean, about it. Did we, we lost last year on Thanksgiving, right? No, 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 no. You you beat the Giants last two year. Two years ago. I'm thinking two, yeah, years, two years ago against ago the Raiders. Yep. Against the yeah. Raiders. That was um, tough. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are very happy that you reminded them of that. <laughs> that was so hard to watch in person. I really, really uh, do not believe that you'll have anything that looks similar. Hopefully. Um, so, yeah, that is that is sincerely very hopeful. Um, I know that somebody on the truckwreck.com text line, or sorry, not the text line, on the YouTube, William Bernie said, so are we going to sign Shaq Leonard or what? Now, one thing I can, can tell you is he did, uh, Darius Shaquille Leonard did clear waivers today. And so now he is a free agent, able to sign anywhere. I know Adam Schefter, last time I checked, he had said that uh, there's teams that are expected to uh, have a level of interest, and that includes the Philadelphia Eagles and your Dallas Cowboys. Um, I haven't seen anything further on mm-hmm. that yet, but uh, if we do see something, we'll let you know. And, of course, there's no better place to keep uh, keep locked in to try and hear news on that uh, on that effort uh, than 105 through the fan. Obviously, Blake and Will will be on tomorrow at 9 a.m. Um, and then obviously Cowboys, you know, broadcast will start tomorrow. The pregame starts at noon. Mm-hmm. Game starts at 3:30. I guarantee you, if anything breaks during that, those guys will have you covered. You know, 105 through the fan is the place to be if you're looking for Cowboys information. At least we're in the top two. I mean, we cannot let the Eagles have them. That's the biggest. Well, thing. I, I don't even know if that's like a. These are the top two teams. I think those, just, those are just, just notable teams yeah. that, that Schefter wanted I'll to take mention. It. I'll I haven't. Take it. I haven't seen like a full uh, accounting of all the teams that would be interested in this. Um, however, that's that's where it is thus far. We're just kind of waiting and seeing. If that shows up, um, but as we continue on the get right, I did want to let you uh, in on this athletic anonymous NFL player poll. Uh, the My athletic, favorite. Yeah, the athletic does these really interesting polls, whether it's with players, um, executives, GMs, what have you, sometimes with fans. And it really helps kind of get a, a poll and a, a beat on what some of the thoughts are of various different groups in and around sports. And in this instance, we're talking to NFL players here. And so they gave their in- input on you know the be- who they believe is the best player, the best trash talker, who might be the most annoying fans. 
And when it comes to the best player in the game today, um, Blake, I'll kind of quiz you on this. Let's do it. But don't feel bad or anything about it. Um, who do you believe that the players poll? Patrick Mahomes. Isn't like no, no no hesitation no hesitation whatsoever. No, Patrick Mahomes. That's the easiest one. Is probably your Minnesota. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, apparently it was easy for everybody else too. Like literally forty of eighty four responses, forty six point four percent of the players were like, "Yeah, no, Patrick Mahomes is him." Um, now, who's this, in second? This got interesting because second isn't an individual player. Like the second most, um, mm-hmm. the second most answer is other. And I wonder, I wonder if that's where like individual player ego goes. What you mean? I'm the best player. What yeah. you, you know what I mean? However, the second most individual votes. Would you like to guess? Yeah, I'll guess. Mm. <sighs> Offense, defense. Can you give me defense that? defense player? Ooh. Common answer when we start talking about who is the best player. Don't tell me. Don't tell me he's still up there. Don't tell me the D tackle in LA is still up there. Aaron Donald, eight point nine percent of the votes. <laughs> Get that? Like, think about that. Forty six percent of the votes. Went to Patrick Mahomes, mm. the next highest individual, Aaron Donald, 9% of the votes. He's the still great, don't get me wrong, but I do not think he's the best defensive player in the league in 2023. He's, I think that's a little bit of like, well, the players voted. They know what they're talking about more than me. Don't yeah, get I, twisted, I, also, but. I also think there's just going to be a level of respect that's yeah, going to constantly yeah. go there until until it's very apparent, oh, it's not quite the same. Is Mike on the list? Um, Not of the ones that I've seen, right? <sighs> so, okay, so here are the, here are the main ones, obviously. Patrick Mahomes at 46.4%. Aaron Donald at 8.9%. Tyreek Hill at 7.7%. I like it. I, I like think it. that there's a lot of respect for what he does. Miles Garrett at 7.1%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arlington Zone. Lamar Jackson comes in at 6%. Mm. That's interesting. Just I, I agree ahead just the players. Of, ahead of Joe Burrow, 3.6%. Okay. So players have quite a bit of respect for Lamar Jackson. Nick Bosa, Jared Goff, Trent Williams all wrap this up at 2.4%. Um, it seems like... Others uh, are inc- that were voted on there, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Javon Hargrave, uh, Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Dexter Aaron Lawrence. Aaron Jones? Yeah, man. <laughs> I Look, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just a teammate. That was a wild, random pick. <laughs> but Michael Parsons does not show up anywhere on anything that I can see. So we got Aaron Jones, who I love, great dreads, draft him in fantasy every year, is better than Micah Parsons. I don't even know if he's the best player on his team. That's quite wild. But I will say, going back to kind of the top people you named, three of those players in the AFC North and most of those players in the AFC. So I guess the NFL, a lot of the talent is in the AFC right now. Yeah, and I, I think that's how people felt coming into the season. It's one of the reasons why people were like, hey, Cowboys, get on it, right? The NFC seems a little bereft of talent. It seems mm-hmm. like there's a there's a vacuum that you can fill by stepping into your, like, into your destiny in a way, stepping into your potential, and that should put you in a place where you have a real opportunity to contend for that NFC Championship game, which Cowboys fans have been clamoring for. And obviously, it's not just the NFC Championship game. It's the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. in order to get there, you have to make it to that championship game, which you haven't seen in a very, very mm-hmm. long time for these Cowboys. How about as we move it along on the NFL player survey here? They, there were 71 responses here, and they were asked, who is the biggest trash talker? So I'm thinking it's going to be a defensive player, obviously. Great, great thought process yeah, because it's always going to be those, right? Like gonna, there's some offensive players that talk a little bit, yeah. but you never view them as trash yeah. talkers per se. And it's either a linebacker or a DB. Um, Darius Slay talks a good amount of trash. I don't know. I I, I guess my guess, uh, I'm going to just go Darius Slay. Who is it? Funny enough, I don't. Gary Slay is not one of the major players here. Okay. However, somebody that he played uh, in tandem with is. 
And the oh, number, CJ? The number one selection yeah. by players. Now, it's not to the Patrick Mahomes level. This is not so uh, it's unanimous isn't the right mm-hmm. word, but this isn't so so much um, widely perspective, yeah. viewed. Uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson garners 24.6% of the vote. Uh, he's now with the Detroit Lions. Obviously, he spent last year with the Eagles during the Super Bowl run. One player said, I think that's just kind of his shtick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it necessarily works, but it's what he reverts to. So I thought okay. that would be to be funny where it was like, I don't even know how good he actually is, but he'd be talking a lot. It's kind of hard because we're not on the field. So until you see like an NFL uh, mic'd up, right. it's really the only time that fans and us journalists can see it. So I'm going to believe the players. Or if there's like a guy who's real demonstrative. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, if a player decides that they want to whoop his keister in the middle of the game. Shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Corlin Finnegan, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that time? Great. That Andre, Andre Johnson, Johnson yeah, just ripped yeah, it yeah. off. Um, <laughs> other votes are, you know, kind of were second. But the second most individual player is a man who I've seen described as sassy. Mm. Jalen Ramsey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like that. It, I, I, I should have said it. That should have been the first thing to kind of write because he's known for kind of like getting in people's faces, talking a little bit of jibber jabber, and it's got to be a DB. That's that that comes with playing DB. You got to know how to talk trash, otherwise now, you're getting killed. Now you say that. However, I looked at the next two, and the next two got the same amount of votes, and they're both pass rushers. When you talk about Brandon Graham and Jeffrey Simmons, and those are the ones that I never would know. I would have said Max Crosby. I've seen him talk a lot of trash, and he comes in. Fifth, sorry, sixth, rather. He's one of them. He's player. one of them white boys. That's one of them ones. If you see him, he is not your average. Like he, I, I would have put him high. You said Jonathan Simmons. I haven't personally heard Jeffrey of Pete. Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. I haven't heard a Pete from him. Yeah, I'm a believe- and I don't think we're supposed to hear. It. I think these, I think these are the trench guys. And yeah. like when you when you start getting in there and those guys are talking, we don't really know much about that. Yeah. However, I imagine they be have, talking cold cash. You know what? Yeah. In those places, um, let's see. Someone going back to Jalen Ramsey, uh, someone said of him, he has a lot to say, right? Uh, yeah. Just he has a lot to say. Uh, but yeah, the outside of those guys, Marcus Peters came in next. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf mm-hmm. came in next, which I find interesting. And then there was a five pack of players. You mentioned Max Crosby, Stephon Diggs, Ooh. Zaire Franklin, Matthew Judon. Linebackers got to have a little, little, little something behind them. And Dexter Lawrence. Um, and so those those were deemed the biggest trash talker. Um, Notice how it's no receivers. Well, you, DK, DK, DK Metcalf was in DK, there. Yeah, DK. And it's, it's interesting because that's something that people, um, I don't know, we, people view them as like divas or whatever, but it's kind of funny that it doesn't, it depends, not a lot of those come It up. depends what kind of trash talk we're talking. We have like the negative trash talk, like you're terrible. And then like, I take Tyreek Hill as like a trash talker, but he's almost positive about it. He's like, you can't guard me with like a smile on his face. So I don't know if we count that as trash talk or just like kind of boasting. All right. So how about this? Which current coach aside from your own, from your own would you want to play for? Um, first of all, two questions. Who do you believe is the number one answer? And do you believe that Mike McCarthy is involved here? I'm going to say Mike McCarthy is not on here. I don't think he has the respect that he deserves around the league. Okay. I think if I had to guess who I would want to play for and who I think the players, it would be Dan, eat your kneecaps, Campbell. He comes in third. Okay. So there. tell me what you hear when I list off these top three votes. The third highest votes uh, went, or third most votes rather, went for Andy Reid at 10.4%. Winner. Second most went for Mike McDaniel at Op- 14.6%. Offensive skill, mind you. That's, that's who you want to be around. If you're like a seven on seven guy, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to go play for McDaniel. Spread the, the ball out. The highest vote receiver of the 72 responses, Mike Tomlin. Consistent. Players coach. Makes sense. Right. And I, I found that interesting because, like, 
I was going to go with, all right, like dudes that are, you know, have long time records of success, but Mike McDaniel doesn't fit in there. However, he just seems like he is a cool young dude mm-hmm. that has like some cutting edge offensive uh, game planning and those types of things. And so the idea that he'd put you in a great place to succeed, I imagine factors in there. Um, and so when people were talking about Mike Tomlin, they said his messaging, leadership and attitude seem consistent with the winning formula, which obviously you can see by him never having a losing season. Mm-hmm. And then another quote said he's tough and accountable and he demands that out of players. And that sounds like a vet for sure. Right. Like who's like, I want to be coached hard. And I'll, I know a lot of people say that. However, um, that necessarily doesn't show up now. This is a funny one because I'm going I'm not going to ask you to guess. Wait, wait, going, going back to the last one. Yes. Who, who do you think could get on that list? And you don't have to go on a long tangent. My personal one is D'Amico Ryans, first-year head coach. I think he'll be on that list pretty soon. Who would be the one you pick? I think D'Amico's a great answer. I think that's a really good answer. A uh, young guy who clearly knows what he's doing defensively and who, you know— Speaks is, the language. Yes, yes, yes. He's he's very much seems to be uh, a dude uh, cut from that player's claw, so I think that he would get a lot of love in that regard. I think that's a great call, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, most underrated player— let me Ooh. tell you. Let me tell you what the highest option was. Other, I imagine yeah. everybody was like me. Everyone's got to have get a enough different respect around here. Why does nobody love me as much as they need to? Uh, the highest individual is T. Higgins. I mean, you could you can go any way around it. I mean, T. Higgins. It's you got to just look at like wide receiver twos pretty much around the league, like Brandon Cooks, uh, Rashi Rice, like anyone that's not a focal point. I mean. That one is just pick your poison. Who do you want to pick? But I think T. Higgins is a good shout. It might have been not the first one that came to my mind because I feel like he gets a good amount of pub. People respect him. He's drafted pretty high in fantasy. What I do love is there's like a got to be like a nine-way tie for like third individually. And I'm like, what is that? People that got two votes, including Deron Bland, mind you. Let's go. Um, But I do – I mean, obviously there's a ton of uh, other folks that, uh, that were filtered into others that got one vote. And somehow, some way, there were two players, Alex Highsmith and Tyler Smith, who received half a vote. Oh, and were, I don't, I don't know how that happens. They said it and they wrote it down. They're like, ah, oh, shoot. They're like, I, I can't, I can't I decide. Play this be- guy next week. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide between Alex Highsmith and Tyler. Smith. I'm gonna put both of their names in there. But there you go. A couple of Cowboys also getting some um, underrated props there, right? Yep. Final. Uh, actually, let me get you a couple more. Best stadium to play in. What would you go for? The the SoFi, I feel like LA people would say that, or Arrowhead. SoFi like, comes in third. Arrowhead and SoFi, the first that come to my head. Arrowhead is the one at the top, which I, I find to be kind of interesting. They say uh, that place is electric. That's one of the coolest places to play, in my opinion, the loudest in the NFL. Uh, uh, M&T, or sorry, US, US Bank mm-hmm. uh, in Minnesota is the second one. Somebody said uh, the, place was, the place was effing loud. So it seems like just the amount of, the amount of noise that you get comes in there crowd participation i am i imagine that also factors in at&t stadium comes in one two three four five six seven eighth or sorry tied for seventh i kind of would have thought higher honestly however you're glad that they're not on this one worst stadium to play in what might you guess fedex field right that's the that's where the commies play that is where the commandos play i feel like that has to be last no i thought that would be the case too it is not it actually goes to metlife stadium metlife (laughs) stadium the home of the new york jets because i have to watch the giants (laughs) well i I wonder how much of this pops up especially now when you see the aaron Rodgers injury and the Uh, multiple multitude of uh questions that people have about turf and the ways in which it's kind of harmed players 
bodies. It's like the worst because, turf in the league, right? Like players kind of like tend to say that they just. And that makes sense. This is a player's poll. This isn't exactly, like a media Exactly, exactly. So sometimes fans. we think about the, oh, man, they ain't got no hot water. Yeah. Like, you know, and those things are definitely a problem. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But playing on it, that makes sense. Right. And so I thought that would be interesting. How about this? What do you think is the most annoying fan base, according to players? <laughs> I know what this answer is. I don't have to look at a poll. <laughs> it's definitely the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys is like the most tricked on fan base. Y'all are annoying. Y'all swear y'all are winning every year. I mean, I see a new post about it every day. I think Cowboys have to be one. If they're not one, they're two. I can't even think of another one. Cowboys. So here's the thing. You're right in that regard. However, let me – I kind of want to ask this as a question. Do you – are you going to be – are you offended by this thing that I'm about to tell you or are you happy about this thing that I'm about to tell you? Because the most annoying fan base receiving 25.3% of the votes is actually the Philadelphia Eagles. Woo! And that then, makes me happy. And then the Cowboys received 24.7% of the vote, so very close second. It was like y'all two together. However, they were like, the Eagles are a little bit more. Annoying. Are we the only two like up there? Is everyone That's right. Else? That's <laughs> right. Like Bill's a distant third. Okay. <laughs> very distant third. And if you notice, all three of those have passionate fan bases. So you're going to have polarizing people love you or hate you. So I don't think it's a bad thing to have a quote-unquote annoying fan bases because you got to have a fan base to be annoying. And people are going to love you or hate you, just like the job we do. People are going to love you or hate you. So I don't really think that that's like a big deal. And I think you should take it as a compliment. I'll take it. We're up there because we have faith every year. We're going to win a Super Bowl in one year. We're going to be right. And that parade going to be crazy. Book it. All right. Uh, some other ones just to leave you with before we go. They actually, I found this interesting. How would you rate the overall officiating in the NFL? They gave him a one through ten scale. Uh, what what number do you think would have gotten the most votes? One is bad. One is bad. Ten is good. I would assume most players, especially defensive players, think that the officiating is horse. So I'm gonna say most players said like a two or a three. Those are actually kind of low. It seems like most of the answers are congregated around the middle. There's ah. The single most high, the highest answer uh, is five. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven is where a lot of the answers congregated. So they're like, not, not atrocious, although there were a good amount of people who just put down one mm-hmm. who were like, this is terrible. But like for the most part, it seems like a majority of the players think not atrocious, but not particularly good, which seems to be the way that like depends on position you play. Oh, that's also a good point. I had not considered that. Like if you're like an O lineman who's had no calls on you and you're good at your job, you're probably like 10. You're doing awesome. But if you're a D lineman that gets held every play, you're probably like one or a, D, or a corner who keeps getting called for pass interference, probably like negative one. So depends on what position you play. I, I did appreciate uh, some of the answers that we were given. Uh, someone said they missed some calls, but it's a really hard job. And that's a player who rated an eight. Agreed. However, you bounced to a player who rated them before and said either they're missing obvious calls or they're calling everything. Speaking to something that I think people have a problem with, which is like, there's not maybe consistency game to game. Although one thing I will say is for me personally, as long as you have some level of consistency throughout the individual game, I can be somewhat happy 100%. knowing that it was called the same for both teams and throughout the course of the game. That's all you can really ask for is a, a neutral a neutral level playing field. You could have said it better because I, I, I was just going to ask you, would you rather a game where the refs let everything go and you're like, oh, my team didn't get that call, but they didn't also get it or where they're calling every ticky-tack foul and tending, maybe they're good and they're calling everything and i think i'm on the same pace as you reggie like if you're gonna call it call it if you're not not and i would rather be on the times where just hey let them play even if it's an egregious hold call if you're not gonna call it on both sides i'm good with it all right so those those are that's kind of some of the stuff that we got from the athletics anonymous nfl player poll uh right here on 105.3 the fan it's to get right as uh 
to DFW Sports Night in the Metroplex. Obviously, Woo! we're gearing up for Cowboys, Washington Commanders tomorrow on Thanksgiving at 3.30. Um, however, your Dallas Stars are in action tonight, and they're currently down to the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, one to nothing. I think there's about five minutes left in the first period there. And your Dallas Mavericks will tip off against the Lakers uh, here in maybe about 10 minutes. And as we get into that, your Mavs are on an L.A. road trip. They get the Lakers tonight or tomorrow. No, tonight. And then Friday night, they'll get the Clippers. Clippies. Uh, uh, what are you What are you excited to see from these this team on this road trip? And uh, where is your confidence level in this team right now? We'll discuss it next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So get right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champions, Texas Rangers 105.3. The fan, Reginald Datatula, alongside the fan phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Appreciate you rocking with us on this Wednesday evening. And in a way, it's the Peace-a-thon post-game show as those gentlemen on the KNC Masterpiece went from 5.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. in their marathon radio show in support of my possibilities. There's an auction that's still going on. It goes to 11.59. A lot of great uh, memorabilia and experiences and entertainment and all sorts of things that are available to be purchased and bid on on 105throughthefan.com slash peacethon. If you are a Rassel fan, uh, one thing, there's a couple of things that are on there for you when it comes to entertainment. There's an opportunity to watch uh, watch some wrestling with Kevin Hagelin, the biggest wrestling fan at the station probably. There's also a a, 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 a lot, was it lot number 56, mm-hmm. um, which is four front row ringside tickets to WWE SmackDown. Those that's on there as well. There's all sorts of incredible things. Hey man, um, I don't know if you love jewelry or if you have a lady or someone else in your in your life that likes jewelry. There's some jewelry available there, that, so you could buy a little jewelry for uh, a person in your life, and you know, Christmas coming. Um, get something on there. Uh, there's various lots. I think anywhere from 76 all the way to 85 that are there with some you know nice jewelry that you can get and also support a great cause at the same time. So go ahead and check it out. 105 through the fan.com. Slash peaceathon 
Um, that goes till 11.59 tonight. So the thing is still going. It's not over yet. You still have an opportunity to bid on all the fantastic things and help out my possibilities. Uh, one thing uh, here in about 20 minutes, we'll have a little sharing time. But right now, we're gearing up for your lo- your <laughs> your Dallas Mavericks in Los Angeles. L.A. Uh, taking on tonight, the Los Angeles Lakers. Friday, taking on the Clippers. It's an L.A. road trip for the Mavericks. Luka Doncic. Um, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, uh, Derek Jones Jr., Grant Williams, Derek Lively, your kind of typical starting five is the five tonight. Um, what are you hoping to see against these two Los Angeles teams that are not the best but not the worst in this interesting place in the middle? Obviously, you had a real test on the weekend with the Bucks and the, the Kings, two really good teams in this league. This is a little bit of a different situation for your Mavericks. What are you hoping to see? And then also, like, what, what's your confidence level now? Because obviously this team started off really hot, had a fantastic go of it to start, um, but they had a couple of tough losses. They're now 9-5. and five. Um, They're fourth in the Western Conference, which is still not bad. However, does that did that change how you feel about this team at all? Where are you now? <clears throat> well, I talked about this a little bit on Peace-a-thon when I was talking. Peace-a-thon. To, Peace-a-thon. <laughs> when I was talking to Bassic. And if you heard earlier last week, I was pretty high on the Mavs, and I still am. Mm-hmm. But I think where we're at right now is just reality. The reality of this roster. I think we are a 9-5, and five, fourth in the West kind of team. Mm-hmm. Based on how the roster is constructed right now, I think they've made the best. I don't want to say this roster is maxed out because Derek Lively is only going to get better. He's a rookie. He's only 12, 13, 14 games in. He's only going to get better. But I just think as far as defensive pieces, because offense hasn't been the problem since Luke has been on this team. That's not, not been all. the problem. Defense, getting back on defense, and then I guess you could say like situational minutes have been the biggest problem. And I think it's still a problem. And I think talking to people around the league, I don't think the Mavs are content with where their team is. No, not at all. So look for them to be aggressive at the trade deadline. I know that's a while from now, but from these two games, I mean, I'm expecting them to win. If they drop these games, then yes, my my expectations and where I'm at will drop a lot, literally, on these two games because they've had rest. The Lakers are on a back-to-back. The Lakers have been one of the more up-and-down, volatile teams. They win, they lose. For some reason, when they play in the in-season tournament, they're like the 96 Bulls. They're 4-0. They have, a, I think, a point differential of, like, plus 50 or something. You know what that might be? It's one of those things that I thought it would take a couple of years to kind of develop. But, hey, man, the Lakers are one of those teams that are built like they want to win the championship, but I don't know that they're built to win the championship. And you know what you can win if you can't win the championship? The in-season yeah, championship. Win, you can win the NBA Cup and hold that up like you did something. Um, so Bubble. I wonder if that if that kind of gives them some level of, you know, boost in that regard. But you were saying. I mean, it's just a weird spot for the Mavs because I just – I'm not, like, moved left or right. I just think we're kind of – above average right now i don't think we're the favorites to win the west i don't think anyone's going out and saying that and i don't think even the roster constructed how it is we would be able to go deep in the playoffs Mm. i think we are good first second round team that can score and beat any team on any night but we also can have our stinkers like we've seen where we we're not as i don't want to say it's a coaching thing but it just we have these laps on the court if you go if you watch the games i mean basic was talking about it earlier and i couldn't agree more grant williams is a ball watcher great defender he but can be a ton he sure. can get a little lost and when you have supposed to be the focal point of your defense especially as far as guarding those the better player on the other team luca and Kyrie being your backups as far as defense is not great you need grant williams lively and Derek jones jr to have their best defensive game every night to be competitive. Like, we're going to put points in the ball, uh, 
put points in the bucket and score a lot. Don't get me wrong. But defensively in that second unit, second unit when Derek Lively comes off the court, we're the worst rated interior defensive team. So pace, three-point shooting, Luka and Kyrie, not worried about. Defense, matching up against these teams with good bigs like we're going to see tonight with Anthony yes. Davis, a little worrisome. Yeah, that's that's the thing I'm really looking for. It's two things I'm really looking for right now in this Lakers game that's about to tip off um, today or in just a few moments. One, you you nailed, right? The idea of Anthony Davis, who is a big, who can be dominant. Um, sometimes he's not always dominant. I think that's the problem with him Day-to-day as a Davis. superstar type player. But when he does show up, he is a monster and really tough to d- deal with. So I'm interested in seeing how how that shows up with a team that has some issues in the interior defensively in your Dallas Mavericks. So I'm interested to see how they handle that. Two, this is a Lakers team that is so-so offensively. Mm-hmm. They're currently ranked 22nd in offensive rating in the league, which is bottom third. I want to see to what extent the defensive woes are there. And obviously you've played other teams and you've been able to go up and down with them and you know do what you needed to do and have a decent defense. The Lakers are a team that have the star quality players that can, you know, really elevate in those instances. But, like, the larger metrics kind of point you to the idea that, eh, not the greatest. So I'm interested in seeing what, you know, what – almost like a stress test of where are the points in this defense that really have issues. And I think the Lakers will give you some of that. Um, I want to turn you to this uh, this text, Blake, on the truckwreck.com text line from the 214. And it's a series of texts where they ask, if defense is the Mavs' problem, why don't they try Markeith Morris and Rashawn Holmes more? At least give them a shot. The defense isn't wor- isn't working anyways, and they say that the offense will be good with or without them on the floor. Why isn't Kid try them? What 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 is your immediate reaction to that? Um, well, the preseason and the offseason happens for a reason. Okay, and these guys, everyone gets a shot. These guys play a lot. They're trying to see. They already know Luca and Kyrie can play, so they're not worried about that. And they have these guys go out there, and they obviously didn't show enough in practice to give kid confidence to put them out there. And it's also a comfortability thing. If you're wondering, like I was before I started going to Mavs games, why is Dwight Powell playing so many minutes? Luka likes having him out there. As much as fans and everyone may not like him in defense, Luka likes having him out there. And who's the most important Mav right now? Luka Doncic. He likes Stone Lobster. Really? He loves That's him. That's crazy. I thought it was Dante Exum. He <laughs> He loves having him out there. And so I think those are the minutes that could go to over Sean Holmes. And we've seen in spurts him be all right. We've seen in spurts him being like, okay, I see why he doesn't play. But I do I'm I'm all for giving him minutes. I wish I had some crazy answer of why he doesn't play and at least give him a shot and giving him some more minutes. But I think it's just a, a matchup thing. They like having Dwight Powell able to be able to switch onto guys. Cause when you have a guy like Jackson Hayes tonight coming off the bench. Who's going to match up with him? If you have Dwight Powell with him, Jackson Hayes is not like an all-star caliber center. I think he's still going to dominate Dwight Powell down low. And then on the other hand, uh, the Morris brother, I think Mark he's just, is the one that we have, which I, I don't, can I lead, let Go you ahead. in? I, sorry, I'm, I'm stopping you mid right way, but I don't think I've ever been able to uh, tell you my theory on uh-huh. like when you get twins Yes, is that there's always a good one. And they all they switch. I think all the time. I don't know that they actually do, but they've also obscured it in their answers to the point where we can't definitively say that they don't. Yes. Um, but like, I think it's very clear with the Mar- with the Morris brothers. Is I mean they they've been in the league a long time. Marcus is the good one, right? Just like uh, if we talk about um, we can do brother duos all day long, <laughs> right? Like uh, what's what's my guy? The Martin twins, Cody, and Cody Cody Martin and yeah, and Caleb Martin. Caleb Caleb's a good one. Caleb plays for the Heat, and Cody's the big right. 
They're, I mean, the that's Zellers. That's Zellers. That's Zellers. Oh, those are Zellers. And with the Zellers, uh, those those aren't twins. <laughs> but I feel like they're both the mid. One? Like, all right, so let's talk the Lopez's. Brooke is the good one. Yeah. Right. Robin's still a good NBA player, though, and an enforcer down low. But yes, Brooke is the good one. Right. And so that's my the balls, theory. And for- Lamelo, Lonzo. Lamelo's a good one. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's the less injured one at the very least. Uh, but yeah, I, Markeith unfortunately isn't the good one. I think it's just, and it's also age. Like, sure, there's a enough. certain point where he wasn't brought in to be like in the seven, eight man rotation. He is the guy that when you clear the bench, that knows what he's doing as a veteran, good enforcer, defender. But, I mean, I think we we could see him in some minutes. Like, if Dwight Powell struggles all season, I do not think Kidd is just going to keep throwing him out there and having him struggle. There, I think there will be instances where we see Rashawn Holmes and Morris come up. But shout out to the fan texter. I mean, that's a great point. I would love to see both of them at least get some important minutes every once in a while so we can really see. Oh, man, now they're bringing up the Charlos. Okay, I don't, I don't know how far I want to go in this one, to t- especially not with the Charlos. I don't want nobody coming to see me. Um, No, I – I think with the Markeith one, he's he, you're right. He's just not a rotation player at this point in his in his career. I am interested in uh, Rashard Holmes um, because uh, Holmes is he he plays a little bit smaller than he is. Like he's listed at six ten, but I've also seen him kind of listed like six eight six nine. Yep, I have. And so like he he kind of sometimes seems like he's a little smaller. Uh, than kind of that size that you think that you're getting as a center. And also, he's never been a defensive center himself either. Now, maybe it plays a little bit different, but I, I do kind of combat the idea that, well, the offense is going to be fine regardless. The offense is going to be good regardless. How What level of good is it going to be? Because you do need somebody who's going to spot up or be able to pick and roll with Luka Doncic That's if, the big if we're thing. talking about either wing or center. And when it comes to center, being able to pick and roll still matters. And one thing about Dwight Powell and look, this is where people, you know, Mass fans have gotten really mad at Dwight Powell. And I don't know how that you should be mad at him in particular. Um, you look at the efficiency and the numbers, and I know our friend Bobby Carella at Mavs.com mm-hmm. will tell you this. The efficiency with him in the pick and roll with Luka is astounding. It's astronomical. And so when he's in that pick and roll, they have a certain level of chemistry. They have a certain level of rapport that Rashawn Holmes is not going to have right now. Now, of course, you could say, well, it takes time to develop that. I just don't know that don't got time. I don't know that they're willing to take that time and I don't know that you're getting better at defense either there. So I would like I mean, I think I, I'd be interested in maybe seeing some more minutes from him, you know, filtered in with this team. But I think that those are those are all uh, you know, kind of small time possibilities. I don't even know that those are high possibility that those would and even help you. Those aren't needle answers. movers. Those right, are just exactly. like maybe we score one or two points and stop them from scoring one or two points a game. But those aren't – we. you need the guys in the rotation currently to step more up, and that's from the guys the likes of Josh Green and Derek Jones Jr. and Grant Williams playing a little bit better defense. Like Kyrie, Luka, and Derek Lively, that three really isn't the issue. It's what happens when they're not on the court, when they don't have the ball in their hands, when the defenders are going against them on offense. So there's bigger issues to tackle, and I don't think it's uh, Rashawn Holmes and Morris. Yeah, and honestly, the the players, the type of players that's going to be necessary to fix this off or this defense rather, are not going to be players that are rotation guys necessarily. It's going to be guys that are going to be consistent. And I, when I say I mean, mean like back of the rotation guys to mm-hmm. be complete, uh, you know, forthcoming, it's going to be guys that are constantly in the rotation, top six, seven guys. And as of right now, those types of players. Um, are not on this roster, unfortunately. And so it's going to, they're going to need to pull together a little bit uh, better. And maybe the best case of doing this with the guys on your roster is something maybe akin to what you saw in the Western Conference Finals run where 
everybody is working in tandem and doing their job to the highest possible possible Body. ability. And not just doing their own jobs, but having all their jobs fit in like a puzzle to the rest of the people doing their jobs. Understanding that the natural defensive ability isn't isn't super high on this team. So what you don't have an ability, you have to make up in uh, perfect and flawless execution. And, and at this point, you're not doing you that. You see it. And like early in the season, you saw the effort. I first couple of games, I was like, wow. This is a this is something right. that we could be seeing, and then it kind of goes back to the median of like, okay, this is where this team is going to be, and I think that's kind of where we're at, where we're like, not great on defense, not like the worst every single night. They'll sure. have their moments, great, excellent on offense, but we're just kind of a below average defensive. But team. just just like anything, right? It's easy to it's easy to you know have maximum effort at the start. Mm-hmm. Things are going to come along. You're going to have back-to-backs. You're going to have road games. You're going to have all these things, and those are going to chip away. And are you going to be able to sustain and, you know, travail through those things? And so that's what you're working through right now. And it'll continue on this L.A. road trip uh, that tips off here just shortly at Crypto.com Arena as your Dallas, your Dallas Mavericks will take on the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll keep you up to date as far as we can as we take you up to 11 p.m. right here on the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan on this peace thon Wednesday. Woo! Remember, peace thon auction still in effect till 11.59 this night. Uh, 105throughthefan.com slash peace thon is the website to either bid on auction items or donate. Um, that'll keep going. I'll keep reminding you as we go through the night. Coming up next, we'll have a little sharing time on the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Get Right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the fan fiend on winner Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Shout out to you listening on... 105 through the fan. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. The fan or 877-881-1053. I went into autopilot mode and started saying <laughs> things that are not uh, part of uh, the, the text line. Uh, but you can also check, uh, check us out on uh, YouTube, search 105 through the fan or check us out on twitch.tv slash Dallas fan camp. Um, coming up here in about 15 minutes, we'll get you some headlines on this Wednesday evening. Uh, right now, your Dallas Mavericks out to a little bit of a quick start. 10-7 to 7 is the score in Los Angeles. Kind of a funky-looking start uh, from both sides. But you know what? It's fine. Got the lead right now. Um, and your Dallas Stars currently in, still in the first intermission, down one to nothing um, to the Vegas Golden Knights. But right now, time for a little sharing time. Blake, you got something for me? What you got? Yeah, um, I thought of this. Uh, my sharing times have been delving out. Some are long Albert Einstein stories, and some are just things that just happened to me the day before. And this is another day before because, you know, it's been a crazy week with Thanksgiving and whatnot. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, what are names? This is, this, I'm thinking about this is not good at all. But what are crazy names that don't work well for babies? And I say that because I'm going to a baby shower in mm. a couple days. And, like, like Blake. I think Blake is a fine baby name because we think of names when they're older. But what are names that you hear and you're like, oh, that's my baby, John. And I was like, that's that's not a good baby name. 
Huh. Okay, see, this is the thing. I was like, I don't see anything wrong with John, but I feel like when they're still a baby, you probably would like call him like Johnny. Yes. And so that's my point. No nicknames, just names. And I'm just going to run through. I'm just going through the alphabet. So Aaron, I feel like Aaron could work for a baby. Like, that's little Aaron. Um, little Anthony. Little Chris. But like Bartholomew. Um, Gertrude. Gertrude. <laughs> um, I feel like just all the names that we've, that hopefully we've completely taken out of the out of the uh, the pool now, right? Like all the 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 Herbert and the uh, the Opal, all the all Eliza. the names that you have to add Miss and Mister to when you say just like re, re, reflexively. Oh yeah, Miss Opal, let's, Miss let, Bertha. Let's just think of the people that work here. Um, Chris is fine. Think Reggie is fine, but I'm trying to think if I can picture a little baby named Reggie. I think I can. Little Reg. I think you would go Reg. Yeah, but, I feel like, but you're you're doing a, the little is doing a lot of heavy lifting okay, there, so right? Because we'll once, we'll once you put the little in there, I feel like you can make most of this work, right? Like little Sean, little RJ, little Bobby. Bobby got a real uh, a real childish name. Um, <laughs> little Kevin, little Corey, little Mike, right? Like all these things. But go like, over. Just, but just think about Mike in a vacuum. Hey, there's Mike, and it's a it's an infant. Well, I feel like an infant you could probably call Michael. See? Or, yeah, I mean, Mikey. <laughs> what names do you have to change verse can just be standalone? Um, well, you know what's interesting is it seems like, uh, you know, the things that we have taken out of uh, out of the out of the rotation, seems like some of those names are coming back around as it seems like anything is. Like, everything is cyclical in some way. Mm-hmm. So, you know how there's some folks are like, oh, man, my mom used to wear that type of clothes. And all of a sudden you look up and those clothes are kind of trendy amongst the youths, yep. as I like to call them. Um, you look up and you go, hey, man, why is there a baby named like, you know, one of these names that sound like they were there during the Great Depression? Um, and so I think that we're starting to see some of those kind of names come back around. And I'm trying to find an example, and I feel bad that I'm not coming up with one immediately. But like you see some folks with a with a name with someone with the name like Herbert or something. Herbert or like, is an insane first name. The most popular name like in the world. What do you think it is right now? In, in the world. This was of November 14th, 2023. This was Okay, done. so this is modern. I feel like I'll give you it's a male name. Um, I want to... Uh, now I'm thinking a little too hard. I don't know. I, I don't have a good four guess. Letters, you four have letters. Four letters. Are you about to say it, Jose? It's not Mohammed? I thought it was Mohammed. Not Mohammed. McLovin. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's a great... No, I think he was point. just going demographics there. He was like, look, man. Uh, like, there's a lot of our, our Muslim brethren and sister. Sistren, I guess. Um, in, in this thing, so he was just going with with the numbers on that. Any I guesses? Or you four, letters? Right. four letters. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a good. I don't have a good answer. I'm sorry, Chris. Any guesses? No more guesses. It's Noah overtaking Liam. Liam has been the number one for the past five years. Noah is the most common name. Oh, look at look at Kevin Hagelin adding to the naming of the most common. Okay, interesting. Like that's biblical in nature and everything and honestly i don't think no did noah ever go out of style i feel like there's a noah in pretty much like every generation bracket that you can Noah's think of Ark. right um uh yeah okay do you have more popular names because i'm kind of interested now yeah i got you i got you um most popular babe are names james is that number two okay these are just these are like the, these are the classics okay um oliver yeah see oliver is one of did, <laughs> did oliver go out of style or does it feel like that's coming back around or am, am i just putting too much weight on like the oliver twist do you feel like there's still there was Oliver's like do you feel like there's a 25 year old Oliver right now and a 35 year old Oliver right now? Wow, they actually have the number. It says popular names for birds from 1923 to 2023. Number one is James. Number two is Robert. 
Four million people are named that. Yeah, that's the, just weird. Those are the classics, man. John. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. I'm on this list. David. It's my first name, if you didn't know. Um, William. Yeah, these these are just the classics, then. Okay. <laughs> so the classics stay classics. I guess they're classics for a reason, right? Uh, from the 214, they said, get right my choice for worst baby name. Uh, Poindexter for the baby boy, <laughs> Zelda for the girl. I bet Zelda's, Zelda's a lot. Fire. I bet Zelda's a lot more common than we probably give it credit for. What do you think the most popular girl name is? It's it. Don't overthink it. Is it like Abby? Abby's not even in the top ten. Okay. It's Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pa- so these these are just the classics. Patricia's number two. That are, threw me are, off. Are, they, are these baby names or are these just names general? Well, I guess th- wouldn't that be the same? <laughs> no, not necessarily because baby names would just be names that people that ba- names that were given to babies this year as opposed to like <laughs> names in general, which would be of the population. So that's I mean they could if, be before this. exactly it says exactly. nineteen twenty three to two thousand twenty three popular names for birth. Okay, but I think that uh, let's see, <laughs> let's see. Linda comes in at four. Yeah, see, you're not telling me everybody's naming babies Linda nowadays. Don't tell me that. They got to be named don't that at birth. That. You can't change your name. I mean, you don't, can. Don't but. tell me that people are naming li- the babies Linda in the year of our Lord 2023. And see, that's my point I'm trying to make is Linda is a fine, like, businesswoman name. That's the first. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's like she's got a suit on. And that's Linda over there. Power suit, in fact. Power suit. But, that's like, right. can you imagine walking into a baby shower and, like, oh, that's Linda. And it's like an infant. That doesn't make sense. We have to give names. You, do you babyfy? Babyfy. No, I think you're. I think you're going down the right path. Go ahead. <laughs> do you babyfy every name that are like that sound more mature, like a Robert? Can you can't be like, oh, that's Robert over there. He sounds forty five and like already been through two marriages. Okay. You know, little Robbie, little Patrish. Yeah, Susan. I think also what makes it different when we talk about the classics who the 469 noted, classic names are mostly biblical names. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I think also some of the things that make different names uh, kind of home to different time periods is also like the ways in which we shorten them. Yes. Right. There's a lot of Williams, but how many people are Bill? How many people are Will? You know what I mean? There's a lot of Roberts. How many people are Rob? How many people are Bob? How many people are Bobby? How many people are Robbie? Rob's a great name. I think that just, you just sound swaggy. Like, my name is Robert, but I go by Rob. You just, you, you're built different. Why do you say it like that? Rob. I don't think I've ever heard anybody enunciate the B that strong. He got to. I got a friend named Rob, so I'm a little biased. Okay. All right. From the A17 house, Patricia number two. I, Patricia's me, number no two idea. with one million. God help me, I have no idea, my boy. It, Mary has three million, and the next is I'm just reading this list: Patricia, Jennifer, Linda, Elizabeth, Barbara. Yeah, no way, ain't no way. I'm calling <laughs> shenanigans. Ain't no way we naming the we, we're not we're not still rolling out the Barbara. Like if you told me in 1990 we were rolling out the Barbara, I'd be like, all right, cool. Barbara's insane. Sorry, if there's any Barbara's listening, but I, it's a unique name. I wouldn't say it's. I don't, and I don't even think it's a six. bad name. I just don't know that that's the name that people are giving to their children right now. I think that we might have found the wrong list. I will say like, Karen is at number ten, and I think that's going to keep going down, just because of the negative connotation with that name. Karen is at number ten with right under a million. Uh, I will defeat you on Twitch, says Linda is big in Hispanic communities. Huh. There you okay. go. Interesting. Shout out there to our brother, brothers and sisters in Latinidad. Shout out to y'all. Um, I still like mo- modern baby names. I don't know. Donald at 16. But hey, man, I don't know things. It'd be like that. Timothy's 25. I don't I know. Can see, I can see Timothy's. I don't know very many Timothy's, though. I, like, I, I know some Timothy's. Now. <laughs> they go by Timothy? Full, full I on. Feel like, I feel like Timothy is more popular nowadays as opposed to like Tim. 
uh, from like- the 972. <laughs> hey, I'm a Robert, and I have two marriages. I'm 47. Shout out to Robert. <laughs> Let's go, you. Robert. Um, someone said Barbie is the short version of uh, Barbara. Yeah, I think that's where Barbie came from. Like the the, uh. the toy was named after a Barbara. Uh, somebody from the 817. I think this list is from the 90s. I I agree. It's, I agree. I think says November fourteenth. Although you know, sometimes names can come from like modern pop culture. Because I remember there was like a year where Arya really popped up as a name. You know, when the Game of Thrones threads and from the nine hundred four, they said, "Don't ever underestimate the power of the Barbie movie." I could, I could see that. Maybe you know, a lot of Barbies being born. Um, I looked up another list, and this one has Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, and Amelia as the top. That sounds a lot more modern. This is twenty twenty four. That sounds a even, lot. That yeah, how happened. did they get that? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What, what's tw- happening there? Top one hundred one thousand baby names of twenty twenty four. Who's the time traveler that came back and told us what the names are? We gotta watch this guy. The, the, the guys go similar: Liam, Noah, Lo- Oliver, James. So the girls have some fluctuation, but guys seem to not be as creative. Yeah, they have, they're not giving us creative names out here, man. They're not looking out for us. They're like you. And you know what? Some of that might be also guys are more inclined to be named after their dad, like juniors mm-hmm. and stuff. So maybe maybe some of those names I'll, that are a little I'll bit I'll end more. on this. And I'll let you go. Yeah. What, what do you think is the most popular name in 2023? The baby was named this the most out of anything. It's not It's not any of the ones I've said. It's a completely new name. Just think trendy. Trendy name? Oh, yeah. gosh. I have no idea. Three letters. Uh, Poe. <laughs> I don't know. That was an awful guess, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. From Kung Fu Panda, it's Kai. K-A-I. Huh. Was oh, the most yeah. popular name this year. Yeah. Yeah. Shout also, any list that does not have Jalen and Jaden, I know it's not modern because they there's so many of those. I'm that is, so, that's number three. Jalen is number three. Okay, I was like, there's so many Jalen's and Jadens. I cannot I cannot breathe. I'm, all I'm I drowning for, uh, in Jalen's and Jadens around here. That's all I got for names today, Reg. Appreciate you. I realized that I you said it was dumb. We ended up spending the whole segment <laughs> talking about it. There you go. Uh that's that's our sherry time right here on the get right on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, let's get into some headlines on this Wednesday evening right here on the get right on 105 through the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.